It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Hal Linden. Halliburton Linden. Hal Linden. Like Linden, New Jersey. But he's I was, not from Linden, New Jersey. I was really surprised when you said that he's still alive, honestly. 92. Dude, so and he'll like be 93 in a couple days, basically. It's so crazy how like that actually looks better. Yeah. I'm glad we're doing another remote record today, and we'll see if we can like actually do them well. Because we did well enough. We sort of nailed it last week when we did it on Groundhog's Day. (laughs) But, like, the only problem there was that, like, the last five minutes, you completely were disappeared. Did you listen to that episode yet? Yeah, but I I remember being like, Leonardo is the leader. Dude, I know. I know. (laughs) All that I had on my end was, it was like, me being like, what did the Ninja Turtles do? And then, like... You know, silence. And then <laughs> yeah, me going, yeah, good. Yeah, good, good. good, good, yeah. Yeah, I good. heard you the whole time. So do you want to open the episode? Okay, so we kept talking about how Scooter, at the end of last week's episode, looked like a Ninja Turtle. Are you recording now? And I'm are recording you sure? right now. Yeah, yeah. And you're positive. We're at a minute and 22 seconds so okay, far. Great, 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 great. Okay, so at the end of last week's episode, we realized that Scooter, we thought, kind of looked like a Ninja Turtle. And every time that we recorded last week's episode, we had, you did like a little trivia where you tried to remember what the turtles' names were, what they, what their powers, like what their weapons were and what colors they were. I still don't know the weapons, but I do know like their personality traits. Okay. So hit me. Go ahead. So Leonardo, he leads, he's Uh the leader and his bandana color or his, his mask color. Is it a mask? bandana. Is blue. And, he's a um, he's a crip. <laughs> Hello. He does machines, mm-hmm. and his bandana, his mask color is purple. Purple, correct. And um, then there's Raphael, who mm-hmm. is a cool dude, but he's he's crude. He's pretty crude. He's crude, and his bandana mask color is red. Is red, correct. And then... Um, there leaves one turtle we have, remaining. Um, uh, don't tell me, because it's a, such a cool name. We have Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. And he is a party... Not a surfer dude, a party <clears throat> dude. He's a party dude, correct. He's a party dude, okay. I'm like, he's not a surfer, but they do say Calabunga in that what show. What color is he, though? Oh, oh. He's orange. <sighs> Orange. What's you his? It. Does he have daggers? What does nope. he have? Nunchucks. Nunchucks. Oh, that's yeah. He has the coolest thing. The like the more fun thing. Yeah, he has the party tricks. <clears throat> you could do a party trick with the nunchuck. They just added the Ninja Turtles to Fortnite, and I of course bought the Donatello skin. And when okay. you get the Ninja Turtle weapons, you can like literally like just fuck people up. You're like <laughs> like you like jump around them different and everything. It's a lot of fun. I think it would be kind of a cool thing to be a Ninja Turtle. You'd probably smell a little bit. Like, that's a superhero uh, they definitely with a smell. They have to smell. Like, mm-hmm. that, like, like a kind of crusty, wet 
swampy. Like, you know when, like, um, you ever go, like, you get stuck in the rain and your sneakers get, like, soaked through and they dry and they just smell? That's what a Ninja Turtle smells like. That's my picture. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I had Megan, to shovel a squirrel. You had to shovel? What is that? I'm so sad. What do you I mean you had home, to shovel a squirrel? There was a squirrel I had to rest to the side of the road with the shovel because I didn't want it to keep getting rented it over. Ew. Ugh, that's horrible. It's sad. And I have to share my sad story. So you All had right. to, like, use a shovel to, like, just, like, kind of, like, and then... Yeah, it was, like, right in the middle of the road. Ugh. I didn't like that. That's horrible. I'm so sorry for your... Lisa's like, did you loss. hit it? And I was like, Lisa, I would be hysterically sorry <laughs> right I've if, never... If I hit a squirrel. <laughs> I've never hit an animal, but I did have a bird fly into my windshield while I was driving <laughs> once. And I had to, like... Like, like oh, wiper no. it. Oh, you had like, to windshield like, wiper it? Like, like, shuck it away. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, no. Get away. Oh, that's rough. Meg, it's it's time to watch The Muppets, I think. All right. I think it's time. We're ready. We watched the Hal Linden episode airing in the UK on January 11th, 1981, and in the US on February 7th, 1981. Oh, close to our date, but not... It's really close to today. This year's a leap year. Did you know? Did you I, you know? know, when I thought a leap year meant that there was 30 days, though. Hmm. I'm, like, terminally dumb. 29's a weird number to have in a month, right? It is really weird. Right? It's not a common... It's every leap year. I think there were, the last ye- leap year... Not the last, Jesus Christ. Was the last leap year 2020? It's four years ago, yeah. Is that how they move, right? Mm-hmm. I know there was one the year that we were born. The year that I was born, rather. Because oh, I think okay. my parents were worried so that young. I, I was going to be. <laughs> what are you the year of? Dragon. Oh, so this is your so year. This is yeah. This this is my year. Technically, nice. it better be. Last year was my year, but <laughs> I'm a rabbit. But I am in some Chinese circles that I roll with. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, where is I am this saying going? this, or in in Vietnam, it's the cat. Oh, it's the cat. Your year is the cat. So last year was last year the cat then in mm-hmm. Vietnam? I wasn't yeah. sure if those work the same. Mm-hmm. No, but in some places in China, too, it's it's the cat. But I don't know why they would switch it to a rabbit. That's so much less fun. Is there a cat in Chinese? Yeah. Astrology? Astro- is it astrology? It's a zodiac. Zodiac, yeah. I don't know. the. I mean, I guess those things are interchangeable, but they're not the same. Different yet the same. Yeah. The cats, you know, the white cat. I can't believe I'm speaking of Chinese. I am going back to Hong Kong. I can't believe you have to go. When weeks, are you going to Hong Kong? In two today. weeks? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Okay. How right. long are you going? From the 9th to the 14th. Oh, geez. That's nothing. That's a long time to, you know, like that's like the perfect amount of time to be fully jet lagged for two weeks, basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. to feel like shit for just a few days. Yeah. But Damn. I hope when I come back, it'll be like more spring. Why don't, you get me Why don't we get anyway, things started? Let's get things started again. And okay. we're going to talk about Harold Lipschitz. Cold open. Birth name. Ha- is it, his birth name is Harold Lipschitz. Yeah. I thought 19- you were doing a March 20th, 1931. Born in the Bronx. 
Hal Linden introduces himself to Pops in reception and says he plays Bernie Miller on TV. Hal Linden! Hey, aren't you a cop? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I play a cop on TV. Barney Miller. Soon as you said the name, hit me like a ton of bricks. What name? Barney Miller. <laughs> nice bit of visual comedy you got there. Don't let it go to your head, huh? I thought <clears throat> this was funny. Pops got, like, bricked. I thought this was a really funny <laughs> opening bit. It, I don't I don't know. Pops is growing on me. I guess we're at the tail end of his existence, and he's finally growing on me. That's at nice, this point, right? we don't even care. It's like this is the opening. We're, we get the beats. We're not. We don't miss Scooter as much with the. Yeah, know, reading his book, it um, it's so funny how how like special that was to Richard Hunt to be the first Muppet you see, and then he also um, you know being one of the last Muppets you see during the Statler and Waldorf bits. Yeah. It's kind of okay. cool that he like opened and closed the show, you know? Now that you're a scooter stan, I, uh... I kind of am a scooter stan. Dude, mm-hmm. so I'm reading this book and I'm just getting to the end of like the existence of the Fraggles and I'm like, I think I really want to give Fraggle Rock a shot. I think it's like, it just sounds like something so special that they tried to make and I want to like get to know it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. you want to see, like, you know, their vision. Yeah. And like with the message of it being like about world peace and everything, I'm like, wow. Well, not like the world hasn't always been shitty, but like the world's especially shitty. So wouldn't that be really fun to like to watch a show that's mission is world peace and see like what that mission looks like to them, you know? I actually love that. So when you're done, I'm going to read Richard's Hunt, Richard Hunt's book too. And I do think maybe the next thing we do, I know we have some movies that we have to watch. Yeah, right? we'll watch some movies. But we can watch it in order, too. It's like some of the yeah. movies have out till later. Yeah. Yeah, I think if we, we have were to watch to do, The Great uh, Muppet Caper because yes. we didn't watch that. Yeah, we got to watch yeah, Caper. But yeah, I'm fine to watch Manhattan. Fraggles. Yeah. It's watch all your on... away. Worries mm-hmm. for another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all on um, Apple TV, which I did not know. So that's nice and easy. Okay, so I'll cancel Disney Plus and I'll get Apple TV for a little bit. <laughs> if you have, um, didn't you just recently get a new MacBook? I sure did. They usually give you one for free. I probably have a couple months free yeah. somewhere. All right, up next, Kermit and Fro- Kermit, Kermit and, and Froggy. Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear address the audience from Statler and Waldorf's box and explain that the two old gentlemen who usually sit up here will be running the show tonight. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Statler and Waldorf, the two old gentlemen who usually sit up here, have died. <laughs> Fozzie, they have not. Ha, 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 ha. No, no, Statler and Waldorf have been telling me for years that they could put on a better show than I could. Yeah. So tonight they're getting their chance. That's right. They are going to be down there hosting the show, and we are going to be up here watching them. This is a very fun bit that runs through this episode. The fact that Statler and Waldorf are in charge of the show and, like, have it in their mission to make a better show than Kermit could possibly have done, and then to inevitably make the same show. Exactly. And be like, how the fuck did this happen to us? We had such great plans. Is such a fucking delight. On stage, Statler and Waldorf are greeted by Hal Linden, who waves to Kermit sitting up in the box seats. 
Fozzie sends back his own salutations, but Hal returns the gesture, mistaking him for Rolf the dog. <laughs> oh, hi, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph, I'm not Ralph. Oh, isn't that the uh, dog that plays the piano? No, no, that's the bear that tells bad jokes and dies on stage. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Fozzie. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> Name's Ralph. I'll start piano lessons tomorrow. This bit was really funny also. It was silly. Where he's like, no, no, that's the, sh- that's the shitty bear that can't tell jokes for his life. And then he goes, oh, Fozzie. And yeah, he's like, how you doing, Foz? You know. <laughs> Doug, um, we forgot to mention that when Gonzo blows his trumpet, it's an anthropomorphic banana. Gonzo goes to blow his trumpet, but finds himself holding a banana who turns around in terror. I do not remember seeing this. I think I skipped the theme song this week. Holy you shit. this banana. <laughs> the banana is so It is so looking. good. I love like an anthropomorphic fruit, like piece of food. I love when they do the little stick guys. Cause he looks like uh-huh. he's like a little, like, like just like a, like his head just goes like this, <laughs> you know? All right. <clears throat> Our opening bit, Jerry and the Atrix sing, who put the bump in the bump, the bump, the bump? Who put the ram in the ram and the ding dong? Kermit loves the number while Fozzie comments that it's kind of an, it's the kind of act that Kermit would have booked. Kermit wonders if Statler and Waldorf made a mistake. Jerry and the Atrix, so glad to see them back. And this song rules, right? Like, am I No, mistaken? this song really rules. It came out in 1961. Doo-wop. Who originally I'm wrote this song? Trying to look song? that up now. It's a novelty song. Like it says, it was written by Gerald Goffin, Gerald Goffin, and yeah. Barry Mann. But like, who's the famous version of the song that I know? The song. You know. Man sings about a fruit. Like, who put the bomb? Oh, it just says Barry Mann. So maybe like the version that I do know is by just Barry Mann. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's did a cover, which I guess would be like Ska. This is one of those songs that I feel like I used to like when I was a kid. And I think that's just because when we were growing up, people were really nostalgic for like the 60s and shit. Yeah, this is like... Yeah, this is very like Grease-esque to me. uh When I went to Girl Scouts, we had like sock hops and stuff too. Dude, that's what I was just going to say. I went to a birthday party that I remember when I was a little kid for Sarah Brown in kindergarten. And it was at this place called The Hop. And it was like a burger joint where like there was like waitresses were on roller skates and shit. We played hopscotch. It was really, really weird. And it was on, it was on Route 9 in like, um, in Manalapan in New Jersey, of course. Bring back a 1950s roller skating joint. You get it was really cool. You know, skates. did you watch the Super Bowl last night? Here and there. Did you watch Usher? Yeah, I've seen the videos. Did you see him on the roller I skates? I didn't quite catch the roller skates, but I saw people like posting about him. There's like a whole roller skating portion of his performance, and I think it's all a part of his um, his Vegas residency. Also, this like skating thing that they do That's on the awesome. stage, and. <laughs> I kind of want to go skating <gasps> now. I would love to go roller skating. Doesn't that look fun? I love roller skating. I have roller skates and I have roller blades and they're both fun. I think 
I'm probably shit on roller skates, but I can probably still yeah. roller blade. They're both fun to do. I love it. Roller skates are so much harder for I some reason. I want a roller skating rink to me. in my house. Instead of a backyard, <laughs> I want I want that. You got all that concrete <laughs> in the basement. Why can't we just roller skate in the basement? One time, Lisa and I roller skated around our old house on the wood floors. We just kept slipping like we were <laughs> on a bowling alley, like the... <laughs> <laughs> on the oiled floor. Yeah, so I think it'd be really fun to go to, like, Roller Magic one night. I think we should Done. do that. Uh, you do not have to ask me twice. I will be at Roller Magic all day, every day. I love okay. I love Roller Good. Magic. So backstage, Jerry and the Atrix give Statler and Waldorf grief for not being with it. And Gonzo prepares to perform Mozart with a pineapple. Statler and Waldorf prepare to, in- to prepare... To instead announce the Berlin National Opera Company, but the Salzburg sauerkraut singers show up in their place. Did you clock like, okay, so this for some reason really stuck out with me. When Gonzo's walking with the watermelon and, um, not a watermelon, sorry. When Gonzo's walking out with the pineapple, Statler and Waldorf are like, why do you have a pineapple? And he's like, oh, because my watermelon was out to the cleaners or something like that. He has some freaky lines in this episode he really does (laughs) he is such a little freak what are you about to do with that pineapple dude uh who knows when's the last time you saw little nikki megan when did it come when when's the last time it was on usa (laughs) do you remember little nikki with the pineapples really remember that movie all that well in little nikki they revealed that hitler is in hell and one of his sentences in hell is that the devil shove a pineapple up his ass every day. <laughs> and they show this scene of Hitler, like, picking out which pineapple will be shoved up his butt that 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 day. <laughs> and he picks up, like, a little pineapple and they go, no, 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 no. It has to be this big pineapple. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he goes, oh, no. Like, he makes some weird, like, you know, German noises. I'm German. How would you do a German accent? Oh, which does, which does lead us to our next bit: the Salzburg sauerkraut singers performing drinking song with plates full of sauerkraut. Gonzo worries that the quality act like that will ruin his own chances of getting on stage. Sauerkraut makes people gassy, right? Not just not just me; it's everybody. It does. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny. I'm like fine on sauerkraut, but I love. Oh, I love kimchi too. I bought a bucket of kimchi like this big from Costco today. Oh, you today. went to the Costco? And I'm just, and I'm just thinking about all the things I could put on it. Yeah, we should have podcast while I was at Costco this week. I know, it's my favorite store. <laughs> Drinking song, also known as Drink, 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 is sung by the Salzburg... No, I need this information. <clears throat> this song was written by Sigmund Rumberg with lyrics by Doth- Dorothy Donnelly from 1924. Dorothy Donnelly. In the opera... In Donnelly, <laughs> sorry. Dorothy Donnelly. I'm so stupid. I don't have my glasses on. Uh, in the operetta, The Student Prince. What's with German... Like, some people are really into German opera, but it came out... Opera was once believed to only sound good in Italian. And then I think Wagner came along and he was like, we're going to do it in German. 
German's so harsh. I can't imagine seeing an opera in German. But if you think of like the the big woman with the horns, like that's that's like a German mm-hmm. opera. That's so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. The fat lady, TM. <laughs> <laughs> the fat lady. The the fat lady who will sing. Who will sing? She'll she'll be singing. I've never seen an opera. You've yeah. seen opera, right? Uncultured. <laughs> Uncultured. <laughs> My nanny took me from the streets every once in a while and took me to culture. (laughs) (laughs) This week um, is Valentine's week. Do you have any any plans this week? I can't help but think of every single Valentine's Day of that time that we tried to be romantic for our girlfriends and my mom. (laughs) Dude, that's my pivot. That's my pivot is I was going to bring that up. Oh, my God. <laughs> we like made this dinner and everything. We tried. We were like we had a plan. What did we make? Yeah. They came, we had candlelight. We were very sweet. Uh-huh. We were sweet. <laughs> My mom is like, hey guys, in her pajamas. I'm like, I'm never home. <laughs> Go in your room. room. Go to bed. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Backstage, Link Hogthrob works himself up into hysterics over everyone's act getting can- over everyone's act getting canceled. Piggy slaps his face and tells him to grow up because it's only for one show. Link, in turn, tells Hal that his act has been canceled, using the same reasoning to to calm the guest star down. Waldorf tells him he's in fact going on, but Statler says he can't until the sauerkraut is cleaned up off the floor. Beauregard informs them. That the sauerkraut's gone, but now they can't decide if the next act is a medley of Fourth of July or Christmas songs. So you like you texted me the other day while you were watching it. We ended up watching it at like just oh, about the we same definitely time, did. Right? Like accidentally in such a weird way. And you said like, you know, they really didn't know what to do with him. But I kind of thought that this maybe is one of my more favorite episodes of this season. I completely agree with you. <laughs> like but I really love this well, episode. Well, I said that because there's a point where they cancel Link Hogthrobs. Yeah, like you just said. Uh, th- like, yeah. when they do that, it's like, why doesn't he, pl- doesn't this guy Hal Linden play a cop on TV? Like, that's how they introduced him. And I didn't know from Hal Linden. Megan. Do you know what I this mean? This is exactly but what I wanted to he, talk to he you he about. Also plays, why is he not playing Barney Yeah, Miller? but he also plays, like, the clarinet and he's into music. And actually, when I looked at his Wikipedia... I think, like, music was, he was in big band. Like, it was a big part of his life from the beginning. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During his youth, Lyndon wanted to be a big band singer and a band leader. Before embarking in his career in music, he decided to change his name. Um, while riding on a bus from Philadelphia to New York. Okay. Holy shit. It all comes back to New Jersey. Okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, before embarking on a career in music he decided to change his name stating swing and sway with harold lipschitz just didn't phrase while riding from (laughs) riding on a bus from philadelphia to new york the town of linden new jersey he saw no fucking way on the water tower and changed his name to hal linden during the 1950s, he toured with Sammy Kay, Bobby Sherwood, and other big bands of the era. 
Lyndon played the saxophone and clarinet and also sang. So it all comes back to New Jersey. It was Lyndon, New Jersey. Dude literally named himself after Lyndon, New Jersey. That's insane. That's so cool. That's so cool. Ma- imagine if his name was like Hal this- Elizabeth or like Hal <laughs> Hal Hoboken. Hal I would like Hal Hoboken. Hoboken. <laughs> <laughs> well, so chaos ensues when a battle of songs from two holidays compete against each other in a musical medley surrounded by fireworks and snowfall. This bit was so fucking funny that they're singing like jingle bells and, you know, Yankee The costuming Doodle. was good. How they did it was good. Yes. This was a great sketch. A great, a great bit. bit. I can't believe that I haven't seen this before. You know, like how a lot of like, like cool and fun bits and segments from this show have like gone kind of viral yeah. or whatever, make the rounds on different Muppet, uh, you know, Instagram yeah. and Twitter accounts and stuff. I can't believe I've, I've yeah, never exactly. seen this. I've it was so fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I loved it. It was perfect. Absolutely perfect. The costuming is and so then good. Led I'm just going to say it one more time again. It's so good. I love this stupid sleigh. Piggy as the Statue I, of exactly. Liberty. Piggy as the Liberty. The penguins. The chickens with the little headbands. And then him oh. with the top hat. Was Gonzo like the Santa Claus? You know that Uncle Sam never had the stripes on his hat? Really? Google it. It's the Mandela. <laughs> Is it the Bernstein Bears? He didn't have stripes, the so what? Bernstein Bears. Did I even say something different? That's what I feel about that one. I don't think you did. I think you said the same I thing. I did, once. actually. But when I hear people do that, I'm like, you're saying the same thing to my ears. I don't know. Berenstain. Berenstain. <laughs> the next bit, Megan, I think might okay. be the best UK All right. spot. Of I was all time. thinking the same. I was thinking the same. This UK spot is so good. And then I also have to say, this fucking UK Muppet, he looks like a stereotypical drunk British person. Like the purple yes. one? <laughs> <laughs> he really just, like it's terrific. In our UK spot, two like, whatnots sing Obladi. This Obla guy da, is from Liverpool or Manchester or like one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. At a, at a British market, Fozzie is surprised at how good it was. Kermit, I don't. Wait, what? Why does this mention this at all? Sorry. I don't on. remember them in, in our this UK at all. spot. Neither do I. In our UK spot, two whatnots sing Obladi Oblada with a pack of dogs. At a British street market, Fozzie is surprised at how oh. good it was. Kermit, up in the booth, there a commentary. Okay, so I have my family was a Beatles family, right? My dad was a Beatles guy. Uh huh. Grew up with the Beatles. Beatles, Beatles, Beatles. Beatles is the best band in the world. Anyway, this is the first time that I realized that in this song, it's Desmond and Molly, and not Marnie. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. said it was Marnie? <laughs> Interesting. I always thought it was Marnie. I did watch the episode with the lyrics, and I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I never really, like, listened to what a story this oh, song Oh, yeah, it's is. such a story. And it's about a couple that, like, I don't know, like, they, they, it's about, like, a cool couple, I think. <laughs> you know, it's like, about a cool couple. Molly's still, still singing, singing with the band. band. You know, like, and life goes on. She's not like married and have kids. Exactly. They let him work at the store. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a whole, it's a whole cute song. I like this song a lot. 
I, I really like this song. There, um, I used to have no doubt doing a Get cover out. of it that I think I downloaded off of like LimeWire or something, but I don't think it's no doubt. I think it was, um, Save and they Paris. just said no doubt they would do that. On, yeah. Yeah. You know, like exactly. I, how many songs that I downloaded as a kid that were like listed as, you know, one band, but they really were not. How you get those though? They were like put out I don't into know. the ether for mm-hmm. like free. Yeah, I remember having, like, a very obviously, like, cover songs that were sung by, like, Newfound Glory that were credited as being, like, mm-hmm. Liquid 82 or something. It's so strange. I almost feel like that's how bands spread their music in some cases, though. Like... I don't think... Yeah, I don't... I think you're right there. I don't think that that would have been a bad way to do that, to try to, like, you know, sneak your like shit out. Like, all those old, old Coheed songs, like, how they started... Like, how they got their music mm-hmm. out there on the internet, they, they're so different than their... Well, they're so different than they are now, yeah. but, like, the precursor to um, Time... Uh, what is what is that first album called? I forget. The Second yeah, Stage, second turbine, stage blade. turbine Blade. Yeah. I'm thinking Time Consumer. I'm like, that's the first song. No, I'm not That's doing... Delirium Trigger. I don't know what I... I just did Delirium yeah. Trigger. Oops. I can't do it. It's such a beautiful guitar rift and Time Consumer. I think it's a beautiful way to start an album. I think I have it in my head. Consumer. <laughs> that style of singing was such a, a moment. Like, how many band Like, that, that emo voice. And it's so weird that he kind of gave it up after, like four albums you know like there's not a lot of musicians that are singing like the same way i guess it's like hard to maintain i was i'm like just talking to you now because i downloaded not downloaded the sound of animals fighting put out a new Mm -hmm. live album like a couple weeks ago and it's so fucking good i'm gonna gonna yes it's so good it's on apple music it's like yeah, and it's actually some of the songs on it are better than the actual album recordings. It's so strange. And um Keith from the Good Old War is doing a lot more backing vocals because they don't have and because they don't have Craig Owens from Chiodos anymore, he sings a lot of Craig Owens stuff. And it's like so noticeably him because he has a very unique style. Of I singing like that too, better. You know? That's cool. I mean, whatever. Like, it Chiodos is better. Fine, but... The first song on that live album live is really good, but if you listen, yes, if you listen to the actual studio album version of that song, it fucking sucks in my opinion. I think the live version's so good. Oh my god, I forgot about like so many of these songs. I'm excited. Yes, I think I don't know. I I think it's worth. No, listening. I'm glad you told me about it. I'm definitely going to listen to this. Oh. I think that some of the songs that don't have Anthony involved in them also have like very much like they have dark wave roots, you know, like it's, it's an experimental indie. It's not just like, uh, evolved screamo like or something that. Like, that. like that. It's interesting. That does sound interesting. So in our guest Even stars guy, dressing room, Hal a attempts, different little guy. Hal attempts to console Robin, the frog whose number has been canceled. Robin says, Things would be different if he ran things, and the two sing If We Ruled the World as a duet. At the end, Gonzo enters and says that if he ran the world, clothing would be edible. He's such a little freak. It says here that he is a little freak. It says here on Disney Plus they cut If If We Ruled the World. I 
I remember them talking, but I don't remember them singing. Yeah. They, they spoke, I remember them talking but... also. Robin is so cute and he's so Robin. tiny. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like a little joke. He's so It was little. like a quick bit. Yeah. They didn't sing. Mm-mm. No, and that's another piece that made you think, honestly, like, what, what are they doing with this mm-hmm. dude? You know? Statler and Waldorf introduced... <laughs> Indira... In, in, Indira Maharaji. Maharaji or Maru. I can't even. Yeah, Mahajira? Yeah. <clears throat> to sing a medley of Urdu ditties. But it's Miss Piggy who takes the stage and sings just an old fashioned girl, surrounded by Butch and Butch, the fairy dogs. Kermit week. compliments her from the box seats and she blows him a kiss. Yeah, I know. All of a sudden, Butch is everywhere. They what just the said they I, had a, they had the puppet out, the Muppet out. So it's like, I like the idea, honestly, that they do. Like, oh, uh, well, that guy's laying around over there. Why don't we just bring him out? Let's put a turban on him. Uh, I love Piggy's sorry. He's only. She looks great. She looks so good. She looks really cool. I'm I'm on Butch's thing. Sorry, I need to come back to the correct page. <laughs> yeah, when I heard them say Urdu ditties, I was like, oh. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> but I, but I was thinking I didn't see a warning, so we didn't get a warning in this. No, episode. no. And then like Miss Piggy came out, and I was like, uh oh. And then she just sang her song instead. I was like, okay. And Doug, <laughs> I think you're right about this episode. It really is one of the best episodes. It's I, you know, and it's one of those episodes like. We always talk about like the Maris Berenson episode, like an episode that the I had Muppets no are good. For. Yeah, and it's like they just they pull out this amazing episode with a guest that I have no knowledge of. No, like I've heard of the show Barney Miller, but I've never seen it. And then when I was looking up his IMDb, I think the only thing that I've ever seen him in was he was in that movie. Oh shit, I had it on the tip of my tongue. That movie that I watched last year, I think I talked to you about it, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Eddie Murphy. It was like a Netflix movie. Remember. It starred Julia Louis-Dreyfus oh, oh, and Jonah oh, yeah. Hill. And like their kids. You yeah, people, yeah, the kids are getting called? married. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. in You People, which I don't remember him being in. But like I scrolled through his whole IMDb and I'm like, I've seen all these things. So I must have seen him in these bit yeah. parts, you know? But I, I'm, and I know the name, like I know the name Hal Linden, but I couldn't place anything in particular that I had seen him in throughout the years. You know, he does an episode of Gilmore Girls. There's so. that. You've definitely seen that episode. There's that, dude. I've definitely seen that episode. <laughs> <laughs> backstage, Statler and Waldorf tell Beauregard to do something useful. So he tests the backstage trap door release. Waldorf falls through one of them. Waldorf falls through one of them and instructs him not to test those anymore. So Beauregard tests the onstage trapdoor releases. This was kind of uh, silly even for Beauregard. It was, he's yes. so annoying, yeah, but this, this was, was kind of fun. He's so annoying. I miss George. <laughs> I can't stress enough. R.I.P. George. That you took George the janitor and you, you broke him into two halves and you created Pops and Beauregard. You don't, like, if you just fired Pops and Beauregard, you could hire George back. It's so true. Hal and the Electric Mayhem perform When the Saints Go Marching In. They're picked off one by one as Beauregard continues to test the trapdoors. 
When the Saints go marching in also strikes me as like kind of patriotic, even though I know it's not really, right? Like when the You know what also when the Saints go marching in also reminds me of like Louisiana and like um what do you call that? Like uh Megan, what it's gonna happen this week. I think it's tomorrow. Isn't tomorrow Fat Tuesday? Oh yeah, because it's before Ash Wednesday, right? Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. That's it. Yeah, I think it's because like this is always like like but led by a band where it's like. You know what? I've never you know, like, been to Louisiana, let alone New Orleans. I know. Wouldn't that, that would be, be fun? fun. fun. I mean, I don't think I would want to go at Mardi Gras. I don't think so either. But I do want to try a king cake. But I want to go, and I want to. Mm-hmm take a fan boat on the bayou oh. but like with people who have done it like a lot and uh... that looks like mosquito city to me is my only problem with that <laughs> kermit and fozzy return to the stage to say goodnight hal is slightly disheveled by all the confusion and chaos but fozzy assures him that it was just like any other muppet show waldorf says he's going back to the box seats and statler promises never to say anything bad about the show again this promise doesn't last long, though, as after the closing number, the pair criticized the theme music, much to Kermit's dismay. And Kermit's like, you promised! <laughs> All around, I really think this is one of my favorite episodes of this season. I really, really loved it. Did you look at these pictures on the bottom of the wiki with um, the trumpet guy lips and the guy, like, Oh my it? god, it's so cool. Yeah. I love these pictures where they show, like, how they did this kind of stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, like, the the man on the floor. Yeah, that's so neat. So cool. I don't know how you hold your arm up like that for that long. You have to be used to it, because that's, you know, you like, have to build a muscle. That looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. So, so uncomfortable. I so, this week, Meg, um, I want to let you know that I will be reading this book. That we've talked about quite a bit. The Muppets graphic novel Omnibus. With my friend Greg at the First Issue Club. We're going to be talking about Muppet comics on their podcast this week. Oh my god, that's so much fun. And then next week we have a special guest. We have a guest for the first time. We do! Uh, Comics creator, writer extraordinaire Erica Schultz of Rat City, Deadliest Bouquet, Hollow's Eve... X-23, a ton of stuff. She'll be stopping by to talk about Marty Feldman with us. Should I Very go into the, exciting. Very... Should I go into the premise of the Marty Feldman? Absolutely. What a good episode. This was another weird one. It was right? so good. Season five is keeping up this, like, breaking the mold. And here is our premise. The Muppets present their version of a, a Thousand and One Arabian Nights with guest star Marty Feldman playing the role of... <laughs> Shahrazad? Shahrazad? Am I right? I think so. Shahrazad. Shahrazad. Okay. With guest star Marty Feldman playing the role of Shahrazad, telling tales of an evil caliph played by the Swedish chef. Marty Feldman. He, he he's just like such a creepy looking dude, man. He is so cool. <laughs> and the storytelling in this episode is pretty good. Yeah, this was a very interesting one. We recorded some of these a little out of order. Different, different type of episode. Yeah, I'm like looking forward to what other differences they're going to be doing this season. Like so far we've seen 
the the stupid roof thing last night with last night last week with Gladys Knight, and then even this week with like flipping the script of having Statler and Waldorf run the show. That was weird. Totally different, yeah. I'm really hoping that this episode went off without a hitch, Meg. I feel like we should like slightly apologize to folks for last week's debacles. But uh, I think it was more frustrating for us than for anyone else, honestly. Oh, it was terrible for us because, especially the time I was cooking, we had so much fun recording that, that podcast. Was such a good episode, Megan, that I'm like, I, I know. want you to make a HelloFresh <laughs> meal while we record live one day. Another again. time, yeah. Because that was so much fun. It was really fun. And I think, like, now we've nailed it. I think we've got this program under control and we figured it out. And yeah. Uh, I think we know how to use this now. Yeah, I hope so. So maybe we'll record while you're in the air going to Hong Kong. What do you think? I, I'm not going to have it now. I can tell you that right now. Oh, come on. I mean, last time I was like, I'll pay the internet. You could pay like 20 bucks for unlimited internet while you're on the flight. Fine. I'll expect, I'll, I'm not paying for it. I'm oh. paying for it, but <clears throat> you couldn't even get it. It didn't work. No. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do Harry Potter again. I (sighs) did Harry Potter in November and then I just finished Harry Potter and I have like a Harry Potter hangover. I need like Mm -hmm. a break from the wizarding world. Um, but this girl that I work with told me to watch The Hobbit. I know you famously stopped reading that book. (laughs) The Hobbit's long, dude. It's, you know, the three movies. I read the book. Uh Uh-huh. I know what The Hobbit's about. Yeah. Well, it, now experience I, I gotta, it in nine hours or whatever. How yeah, long is the flight I've, to Hong Kong? 16 there. Barf. Okay. And like about 14 on the way back. Okay. 16 hours on a plane is too long to be on a plane. It's way too long. Yeah. It's unnatural. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it's really not pleasant. And you think like when you have to like sit still kind of, and you can get up for like a little bit, but your body hurts. You're like, mm-hmm. you feel disgusting. You're sharing air with all those people so close. Yeah. No. I'm, like, too large a person to be in an airplane comfortably. Like, they don't make the seats with me in mind. Like, I'm just, like, uncomfortable the whole time. You would have to sit in first class. And I think the only, like, the longest flight I ever took was to London. I think. Unless, like... Yeah, seven hours. No, that's longer than California. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit, it's like an hour, maybe about the same, maybe a little longer. Horrible. But yeah, it's horrible. And I'm not nearly as tall as you. Mm -hmm. And my legs feel so cramped. Yeah. On a plane. I don't feel like I'm that tall even, but I'm like, just like, it's just not, just not it. I don't know who they're making these plane seats for, but Uh, I'm not the demographic. (laughs) (laughs) <sighs> All right, Meg. Well, everyone can join us next week as we watch the uh, Marty Feldman episode. Yeah. You can follow I... along on social media with us at ITTWTM. Why yeah. did I say along? Message us. Message us. And um, write us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be really cool. We'd read it. And we love you. And it'd be nice. And until next week. Thanks for the gumball. Hal Linden, 
How Linden? I'm how like, how Linden? I was like, wait, what was his name? And then I was like, Linden. How Linden? <laughs> 